what up y'all it's your boy the one and only a switch aka the uh the peanut butter toast crunch king aka the honey bun dawn aka Let me put some glaze on it, but only with the kneecaps. <laughs> Bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sights, episode 28 to be exact. It is uh, October 24th, 2018. We, we deep into that creepy, that creepy month that is known as October. You already know. So, um... A lot of interesting news, or at least that I found fascinating that came out this week. Actually, maybe too many potentially, but we may, we'll play it by ear, maybe narrow some stuff down if need be. Um, but with that said, um, let's stop the dilly dallying and uh, not dilly dally and get into it, you know? So our uh, first interesting topic of discussion is that um, there's been rumors going around about some unexpected news uh, in regards to um, uh, a Sony IP or I forgot, forgot verbatim what it said. It said something about um, unexpected news about a Sony first p- party title uh, coming soon. And this is from Zugi X. Uh, AKA Daniel Mod on Twitter and in the era. And basically, um, we eventually found out what that um, unexpected news was. Uh, at least what I was thinking that maybe it would have been Ghost of Tsushima uh, being pushed back or potentially um, being a PS5 exclusive instead of PS4. Uh, but it looks like that. Well, I guess that's also uh, in addition to uh, the well, not necessarily unfortunate, but um, yeah, I guess somewhat unfortunate news that uh, The Last of Us Part Two, which was originally slated to release, I believe, February 21st, uh, 2020 is being pushed back um, to May 29th, 2020. So. Kind of sad, but at the same time, it's like, hey, they want to make sure that game is great. So, I mean, take your damn time. There's this whole I got all this backlog of games that I still have yet to get through. I don't have an issue with it. So uh, be lighter on the wallet and spread out the releases. I'm all for it personally. So um, take your time. Last of Us Two. take your time. I'm all for that. So, uh, but in conjunction with that, um, they also, uh, Jason Schreier of Kotaku fame, uh, he went to Twitter, um, confirming some of the, uh, rumors as well, uh, that Ghost of Tsushima, um, at least we confirmed doesn't have a release date yet and will also be bumped into 2020. So presumably, uh, probably holiday 2020 around, uh, the release of the PlayStation five and more than likely the X, the next Xbox. 
Um, again, it's like delays never really bother me personally. Um, it's like, take your time, you know, cause regardless, it's going to ultimately re- result in a better game than it would have if it released, um, you know, uh, at its initial date, uh, for both titles. So take your time, take your time guys. Don't worry. We'll be here waiting with our mouths watering thirsty, thirsty for that experience for that triple a experience. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. Um, staying in line with PlayStation news, uh, Death Strand and Hideo Kojima, uh, revealed, uh, that Conan (laughs) O'Brien of the notorious, uh, amount of, um, unconfirmed celebrities or a, or friends of Hideo, uh, that's going to make a appearance in the game. So, um, apparently, uh, uh, Conan got the same treatment as, uh, Jeff Keighley in terms of basically, uh, getting his face scanned and probably wasn't aware of what it's going to be used for. I guess maybe they could assume it's going to be in the game, but either way it ultimately was. And I guess he revealed a weird detail that it was going to be supposedly, um, what, what did it say that you get a, a, a special hat for finding him? You get a sea otter hat. Looks kind of cute though. I'm not going to lie. I will rock it. I will rock it. And I ain't going to lie to y'all. I would. So in various, uh, that was uh, just a interesting random news for the, <laughs> for the day. That I found very fascinating. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all that is really, uh, man, probably the most in what the hell are you doing? Uh, Bethesda, you drunk, please go home news. Um, I still am like dumbfounded by how dumb of this, of a decision this is. So, um, the pretty much renowned, uh, failure, failure of a game fallout 76, uh, you know, uh, apparently decided, you know what, uh, man, we're in bad graces with people who were burned by, uh, getting the game, include myself, unfortunately. Um, how do we, uh, make it worse? Uh, so their answer to that is to introduce a $100 membership, um, which basically lets you play on your own private world, uh, with up to seven other people. So basically it lets you exclude, uh, playing with random people that you don't know or what have you. Um, you also have a limited storage and then, um, a survival tent. And, uh, Adam, which is, uh, the in-game currency, uh, a dumbass outfit, uh, ranger armor to be exact. Actually, that probably sound, that sounds kind of cool. At least, uh, an icon and emotes pack, unique icons and emotes usable only by members. And mind you, this is a membership. This is not like it added on permanent DLC. It will apparently expire after one year. Um, but says the, what, 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 what is going on? 
<laughs> what is going on? Oh man, this is probably one of the um dumbest decisions I've uh, seen in a while, considering the current state of the game and how people uh aren't really taking kind to uh the the the, the bitter aftertaste that's left in our mouths since its release. I personally haven't even touched the game, uh, even though I bought it. Shame on me. Uh, maybe it'll get good at one point where it might be actually worthwhile to play, but maybe by then it's probably too late. But who knows? Who knows? So, um, yeah, man, this this should have been free. And on top of that, not even be a membership, if anything. Uh, so after 12 months, you won't even have access to this again anyway. So I don't get what this doesn't make sense at all. It does not make sense. So I, I, I just don't understand this, the logic or reasoning behind this. Like, Hey man, people didn't really appreciate Fallout 76. So you know what? Uh, let's try to suck some money out of the people who are still playing and really do like the game. That's at least off the surface of what I see with this, uh, this strategy so far. And it is horrible. It is horrible. It really is. And then I think before this, they even released some details that, uh, their other stuff is going to be delayed on top of that. But, oh, we're, we're going to delay this, but, but you can get this 12 month membership for a hundred dollars to do stuff that you probably should already do in the game trash trash where's my damn son where's my damn he needs some milk yeah actually that's appropriate i'll leave i'll leave it at that bethesda you need some milk okay because this is ridiculous it's ridiculous (laughs) moving on that dumb stuff uh (laughs) and probably the worst time in uh, that I could think of recently, um, you know, you, you guys might be familiar with the weird, um, uh, China stuff going down with blizzard Activision blizzard. Right. So, um, pretty much right off the cusp of that, uh, as of yesterday, uh, Mike Kibara, uh, formerly with Xbox, um, yeah, with Xbox in general, I, I, I forgot his particular position, but he was up there. Um, who left Xbox, obviously, went, uh, announced on Twitter that he's joining Blizzard as a executive vice president and general manager starting November 4th. Yeah. Yeah, you picked a good time to join the train, buddy. Really did. You really did. I don't, uh, this is just, this timing is just impeccable. You got to admit it. It's like, you know, <laughs> all this turmoil, uh, reminds me of that one, uh, the community, uh, well, I guess it's a meme now, the community meme where, you know, you got, uh, Donald Glover coming in with a pizza and everybody's burning and fighting each other. <laughs> so in this case, Mikey Barr is, uh, is, uh, Donald Glover basically just coming in and all this, hecticness and, and, and turmoil. So, uh, ha- good, good luck for Mike. Uh, happy for him in that respect. But, uh, yeah, yeah, this is a little, a little, a little awkward, <laughs> a little, 
little slightly awkward, you know. So, um, and earlier this week, uh, in the digging in that rumor mill, as it seems to hold some credibility, as a lot of other folks are semi-confirming it as well in terms of their sources. Uh, Batman Arkham Legacy is going to be um, WB Montreal's game. So I guess picking up where uh, Rocksteady left off, um, it seems like the Batman Arkham series is going to continue on uh, through them in that respect, which is fine. I mean, as long as they keep the same tried and true gameplay of the uh, really cool, easy, um, not necessarily easy when it gets up there, it does get difficult um, combat. Um, This is supposedly going to be the next title or next iteration of the Arkham series. That's going to include, um, uh, the whole Arkham family. So by that, I'm assuming like, um, you know, Robin, um, Batgirl, Nightwing, Nightwing, um, who else? Catwoman probably. And a lot of various other characters that are probably in the comic books that I've never heard of. Um, it is fascinating. Uh, I, I'm definitely would be interested in, uh, in playing it. So yeah, this was, uh, from, uh, Sabi on Twitter, um, breaking down these details. So, um, a supposed leaker of, of this series and knows somewhat about it. So yeah, interesting. I mean, yeah, I'd be down for this. Um, so at least it's good that um, the Rocksteady will still be working on whatever game they're working on while WB Montreal is picking up what um, what Rocksteady left off in terms of that tremendous, honorable legacy of the Arkham series. So uh, probably if I could guess, probably might hear it, hear something about it at uh, Game Awards, especially now that kind of like the the cat's out of the bag, technically. So cool stuff. I'm down for that. I am down for that. So much. Uh, next in news, um, switching gears to the weird and zany. I guess, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's somewhat of a rumor. Uh, at this point, yeah, pretty much that um. Suda 51 and Sweary. Uh, so Suda 51, um, basically off the cusp of, let me adjust my, my gain is too high. How is that? Is that good? Kept getting cut off. I didn't like that. So, um, Sweary and, uh, well, Suda 51 was probably at least, I know him most from uh, the No More Hero series, and he messed with, he did, um, now it sounds, hold on. He did, what did he do? Um, Garcia Hotspur, Something of the Dead with Shinji Mikami. I don't know why the name doesn't come to my head. Shadows of Damned. Um, and what else? He did Killer 7 which I, I plan to play at some point. Uh, 
I can't remember. He probably did some other various cool stuff too. And then uh Swery, who's uh probably maybe mostly known for Deadly Premonition, been a big cult classic that uh recently got ported to the Switch with the amazing announcement that uh the sequel is coming out uh next year. So uh great all around. Um they apparently had a live stream where they were uh being interviewed. And uh, it seems like they're at least hinting at wanting to do uh, um, a horror game um, called Bar- Hotel Barcelona. Um, but it was like like confirmed, semi-confirmed, um, but it was kind of somewhat in the air. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, that sounds fascinating, especially those two, because I do enjoy their games in terms of their very niche kind of uh, weird wonkiness that seems to be purposeful, if that makes sense. That's what I've always liked about both of them. Actually, they they kind of stick to somewhat of a similar motif in terms of their game design, which I've always uh, appreciated. So looking forward to that Um, in line with that news. Um, Suda himself did reveal that there is going to be a No More Heroes trailer dropping soon. Uh, I'm here for it. I'm all here for it. Every, every, every millisecond I'm here for it. I can't wait for No More Heroes 3 next year. That's going to be so damn great. You know, it's going to be fantastic. You hear me? It's going to be, it's going to be fantastic. Everything about to be blowing up and stuff. And I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah. So, um, he also revealed some details, uh, I believe at the same live stream about some aspects of the game. Um, so he was showing some designs of some of the new bosses. Uh, so there's this one, uh, let's see. Yeah. This girl with like a, a rip off, um, uh, Darth Maul lightsaber. It's basically like a, a saber staff with, uh, you know, the two two sabers on each end. Um, I think this is a new character. Uh, then Kimmy Howell from No More Heroes 2, if you remember her, she is back. Uh, she was the optional boss, I think, that uh, you could you could skip, basically, um, there. It looks like she's getting designed by the Bayonetta designer. That's fascinating. I'm fascinated. So it uh, looks like she wants revenge. So that's cool. Then they also reveal details about, well, what do you know? Uh, Destroy man. This dude will not, not uh spoilers, uh, die. Um, I, I kind of like, it. it's kind of like a, Oh my God, they killed Kenny. Uh, you know, gag going where he just keeps living <laughs> somehow. Um, that's kind of cool. Kind of keeps some continuity from each of the games as well. I think that's pretty fascinating. So some of these designs look pretty damn dope. It looks like he's going to have three forms. And the third one just looks freaking sick. It's pretty cool. Kano didn't want this spoiled, spoiled ish. Um, this would have been cool to like, just find out by surprise, but at this point, you know, because the game is so niche, it only makes sense that they're trying to, you know, bring more exposure to the game to try to get more eyes on it. So pretty cool, though. Very, very excited. 
uh, moving on from that, uh, Twitch, former, well, I guess now former Twitch streamer Shroud, uh, is finally moving to Mixer or has made the decision to move to Mixer or is basically moved to Mixer now. So pretty much following suit with, um, Ninja, uh, probably he was probably, I think he was the second biggest, uh, behind, um, uh, Ninja in terms of, uh, the biggest following and now evidently moving to Mixer too. So I don't know what they paying them. They bet. Well, they gotta be pretty much paying them a pretty damn penny to be switching over there. So interesting stuff. Um, very curious how this is going to sustain like, you know, months from now and see if it's, if it was worthwhile. But I mean, at the end of the day, they're, they don't have anything to worry about. And then probably stuff doesn't work out or Microsoft isn't satisfied. They can probably come back, go back to, um, you know, Twitch at some day or something like that. And then who knows? So, um, pretty interesting, fascinating stuff, at least from a, like, uh, uh, kind of like what we talked about with uh ninja leaving that, you know, it's like really solidifying like how serious gaming is in terms of, you know, being like a legitimate profession, if you will, that, you know, people are getting contracted and bought over to, to particular platforms and things like that. But, um, this is going to be an interesting to look at like how people prefer, prefer platforms over people, or if they're willing to, jump on a whole jump from a platform they know and love to a whole new one just for a particular streamer. So that's going to be kind of fascinating to see if that actually does result, you know, accurately. So cool, cool. Um, and then this rumor, which, uh, I'm only mentioning it or discussing it cause it does seem to hold some validity. Um, at least on the cusp of modern warfare, which I think technically is out now, but nobody can get in the server. So everybody's threatening to shoot stuff and destroy their TVs. But it's like, I'm like, you know, you could just play the, you just play the single player, play the single player first. You know, they put a lot of work into it. Why not? No, that's what I'm gonna do. That's what I saw has been my tradition. I always say when there is a single player multiplayer, always play the single player first. It uh, always helps you understand the mechanics of the game and that almost always transfer or trans yeah, transfer to multiplayer anyway. So, um, yeah, it's pretty fascinating to me personally. So, um, but alongside of that, there is, um, even though it's, they've been asked about it and have really confirmed anything that there is, um, some validity to, the, to some of the modern warfare battle royale mode rumors. And that is apparently going to be 200 player, 200 damn players. That is going to be crazy if true. And if they're able to actually deliver, cause all I'm thinking is just, it's going to be a, uh, just a abomination of networking and just performance trying to handle 200 players. I don't know, but if anybody could do it, it, it would be a infinity ward. I'd assume. So, so apparently there was a leak where, um, uh, the, it seems like one 
particular gamer, the gaming revolution, uh, their YouTube channel was able to download the battle Royale update file or it somehow leaked and accidentally uploaded somehow. It's very somewhat, somewhat unclear as to how that was found out. But he, he, it was, a it seems to be through a source in particular, but a lot of interesting details. Um, they're like separating from blackout. Um, so it's going to be more akin to Fortnite, where you don't get to like adjust your attachments and stuff, but, um, guns will be preset with attachments based on, um, rarity rather than, you know, just miscellaneously, uh, picking up items and using them that way. So pretty cool, pretty cool. I'd be interested. I'm not a big battle royale person, but you know, I generally try a couple matches here and there uh, on occasion. Um, so who knows, maybe this would be the, the, the battle royale mode that would actually get me to fully engage in battle royale. Apex legends actually did for a fair amount, but yeah, ultimately did not fully get into it. But every now and then I try to dabble in it at least. So maybe this might be uh, the exception. Who knows? Who knows? And then uh, I think I missed this news last, last, um, last week or this week. Yeah. Last episode where um, they announced the analog pocket. So this is basically seems to be to me like the switch, the Game Boy switch, I guess. I don't know how they really explain it, but basically it's um, a dedicated emulation machine that will play uh, your Game Boy Advance, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Gear. Uh, I think Atari Lynx. Yeah, Atari Lynx, um, Neo Geo Pocket. Um, so pretty much almost everything previously that was portable, um, you can play on a one streamlined device. So it looks very similar to a traditional game boy in form factor with a couple added buttons. So now you have four instead of like the traditional two for, you know, game boy, obviously to compensate for the extra controls. Um, but yeah, the really cool thing about this is that it does, you can get a separate dock as well. So you can basically play your games docked on your TV, which I thought was pretty damn cool. So that definitely put it on the radar and it's at a pretty reasonable price, uh, one ninety nine. That's a pretty fair, uh, for the device and what it does offer. So I'm definitely interested. Uh, I would, it's definitely on my radar for sure. Um, it has really a lot of cool enthusiast features, um, very in-depth modification. It looks like just the audio video system, save states. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably maybe wait until how uh, people, um, review it, see how they feel about it. And then maybe dive in after, cause I do got a lot of Game Boy Advance games that will be pretty damn awesome that I've yet to finish <laughs> like Fire Emblem because I keep getting killed. Um, so yeah, pretty damn cool. I'd be fascinated to try this out. I really would. I really, really would. Um, and I guess since we have some time, we'll uh, discuss this. So, um, 
at least earlier this Tuesday, I think maybe last week in general it happened. Um, probably one of the best net code I've played, uh, for fighting games specifically, um, rollback, I believe that's the official term. Yeah. Rollback net code is now officially open source. Uh, so now there's basically no reason for any other, uh, game developers making fighting games, uh, to not use one of the best, um, net codes for fighting games, in my opinion. So, um, basically there's been a, there's an article, um, that explains it, the website, the, particularly for killer instinct. So killer instinct had it, I think street fighter third strike had it. Um, I want to say Marvel versus Capcom infinite had it could be wrong about that, but at least those games, which were great. Uh, did involve it, but there's a pretty great article by Enfield uh, re- uh, explaining this particular net code and how great and advantageous it is compared to other ones. So, you know, with majority of other games having very uh, a lag or delay based net code, um, but this seems to be the most logical, at least especially playing the games myself that uses net code. I definitely would prefer it. And, you know, you get, um, avoid a lot of wonkiness and cheapness and just outright losses that you probably should have won or were basically out of your control due to, you know, just stupid uncontrollable variables and, you know, things like that. So, um, definitely, definitely pretty fascinating. So at least, um, what fascinates me most is, uh, the potential of the kind of, trend that this was set in terms of future, the future of fighting games. So actually making a more accessible, more playable online, uh, since, you know, for a lot of the fighting games, uh, the online is trash and people, you know, can generally only resort to playing locally to kind of get a good look or, you know, practice in. So I really hope, you know, a lot of developers do follow suit and actually, you know, implement this net code and, and, you know, for future games. And then now with crossplay, uh, I think that'll also greatly improve, you know, kind of that experience and just overall make fighting games more or add more longevity. Actually, you know, that's probably the biggest thing in general, uh, accessibility, and uh, availability. I think those kind of go hand in hand, but you know what I mean? You pick it up what I'm putting down. I'm not sure if you do, but you know. You don't know, but you know at the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Sure you do, buddy. Um, Yeah. So I think that about covers all the news that we had to discuss today. Very surprised. All of them were was pretty straight, straightforward, pretty clean cut. Um, so I guess let's get into gaming. What have I been gaming lately? Uh, oh man. Well, I finished uh, extermination and man, boy, I played that game way longer than I should have in terms of just the time it, it took to beat that. They says apparently six hours, but boy, it took me what, like 15 
because of just some dumb decisions, some weird design choices. And good God, this final boss was just a pain in the ass 10 times over, man. Uh, just, just a, just a disdain. Just a stain, the bane of my existence. I like literally had like almost a damn near 10 hour stream playing this game. I should not in my right mind be playing. But you know what? I beat it though. At the end of the day, I beat it though. So I mean, the ends justify the means. Uh, but overall, it was a pretty cool experience. Um, it wasn't as bad as I was thinking it was going to be overall. Um, in terms of overall experience, it had reasonable pacing, um, just horrible voice acting, uh, for the, where it was kind of like, you know, it would, it would balance that line between like super corny, um, to like mediocre ish where it's not actually too funny, but it's like, uh, I can't take it serious at the same time. So there were times like that, but overall it was a pretty cool experience. Would I do it again? No, <laughs> definitely a cool one-time experience. So if you're ever interested in a cool PlayStation game that you are yearning for Resident Evil, like survival horror vibes, I would recommend extermination as a pretty worthy alternative. If you're thirsting for, um, I guess Resident Evil clone really. So yeah. Um, been starting to get back into gears, call of duty. Um, I've been having this weird, uh, I guess a kind of internal debate in terms of response time or input lag. Cause, uh, at least games, especially like call of duty and, um, what else? If I can remember call of duty and something else, well, I guess gears technically, Call of Duty more than anything because it's so twitchy and fast paced. Um, Whereas like I play on my TV and it's like, I feel like I'm just, I'm just not winning like I should. I'm making the right decisions. I'm reacting as I should, but it just feels like I'm at a handicap for some reason. So I'm just starting to like debate or suspect that maybe it's just the TV is just the, the input lag is not fast enough to actually, you know, hold my ground against other people online. Cause at least in my head, from a theory standpoint, I would think that, you know, somebody with one, with a one millisecond monitor versus me with a 15 millisecond TV, um, would, would have an advantage over me, but it's milliseconds or response time actually isn't necessarily the what you necessarily look for in terms of input lag. Input lag is input lag. It is separate from response time, even though they technically for the most part go hand in hand though. So normally if you have one millisecond monitor, you normally have a really great input lag. So, and, you know, I was kind of going back and forth about it. Like sometimes I kind of just want to play on my monitor. So I know I have an edge, but then it's like, I don't, I think it's maybe, um, kind of a 
what you call it, um, placebo effect where it's like, okay, I'm thinking uh, now I'm on the have no type of interference um, or anything that will get in the way. Mind you, this is very minute stuff, like maybe like a probably a millisecond because I obviously I couldn't perceive it. You know, I hit hit the analog stick, it go up just as I expected to. No, it didn't seem to be any perceptible delay. So it's uh it's interesting to say the least. I'm still kind of up in the air about it, but then it's like I don't want to give up playing on a big TV because I mean at heart, even though I do have a PC, a legitimate PC, at heart, um, I'm always going to be a console gamer. You know, even when I'm playing PC games most of the time, I generally tend to gravitate towards playing with a pad on the PC. Um, so I don't know. I seem to be going back and forth lately, but I think I'm just going to stick with TV and kind of go from there. I think I just suck. <laughs> that might be it. Like, I don't want to admit it, but maybe I just suck. Maybe I just don't got it like I do. I know they say that uh, as you grow older, your response, your reaction time um, lessens or increases, right? Your, your reaction time increases. Yeah. That makes sense. So I don't know. I, I, I doubt I, I fail to believe that it could be a sleep deprivation because that might be <laughs> another factor too. But who knows? I don't know. I'm just shooting blanks at this point. But yeah, I don't know. It was just a weird, I guess, miscellaneous first world problem thing I was running into as of late. But we'll, um, I don't know. We'll find out more after this, Bob. I don't, I don't even, who's I talking to? <laughs> so yeah, that's lately what I've been doing. Uh, I haven't really, uh, yeah, extermination left kind of somewhat left a bad taste in my mouth in terms of, um, what, um, single player game, at least sticking with the horror month. Uh, now that Call of Duty is pretty much probably going to be, well, technically out now. Uh, doubt I was able to finish any other games I was possibly wanting to try out. So there's always next year or, you know, sometime in between. So I ain't, I ain't uh, stressing about it. But Call of Duty, though, man, about to come out. I'm definitely going to get into that single player. Really excited to see what changes they make, how, uh, different or the same it is to uh, the original modern warfare. Um, but all in all, pretty excited. Um, uh, apparently, yeah, I think I said earlier, it looks like it's not going too well cause the servers are down. Um, but I'm pretty sure they'll fix it, but I guess it's no big deal to me cause I'm not even going to be playing the multiplayer until I'm done with the single player. Um, probably is going to be, I'm, I'm assuming on average, like six hours, like, Pretty much the other ones have been for the most part. So yeah, man. Um, that's pretty much what I've been up to. I haven't played anything else. Uh, yeah, I did catch walking dead last Sunday. Um, pretty cool episode, I guess. Uh, nothing, I guess too interesting necessarily happened. Well, I'm trying to recall what happened. Um, 
Oh yeah, basically they got back to the. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, now now that I'm remembering what happened, um, pretty cool. It seems like a lot of a lot of dick teasing for the most part. You know, like oh, I'm I'm gonna get you. Mm, I'm gonna get you. Mm, I'm gonna get you, Carol. Mm-hmm. And you know, no, you not. No, you not. You son of a. You know, just it just seemed to be the back and forth, but. I feel like it's going to pick up next episode to some extent. I don't know. Maybe it's just I'm waiting for somebody to get killed technically or something or like just the stakes to start getting raised somehow. Uh, It's hard to explain, but it's like I'm going to keep watching it because I'm just curious. I mean, maybe that in of itself, maybe attest to how good, good the show still is. Or maybe it's just like, you know, familiarity and kind of a sense of, I don't know, just sticking with it, I guess. I don't know. Just seeing how things end, you know, maybe that's it. I don't know. I'm engaged, though. I'm engaged to it. Been uh, I've been investing, not invested, but interested in what's going to happen next still. So, I mean, I think maybe that's the biggest thing, because if you're not curious, then why would you keep watching if you're not curious? Because. It takes a lot for me to drop what I'm doing, specifically video games, and then watch watch something. I found that that's pretty much how I've been lately. Barely want to like watch any anime or any other TV shows. Just as just Walking Dead, that's been it, and playing video games after that. So, because of this ridiculous backlog, you know. Um, but yeah. Pretty much has been it. Uh, been a pretty cool week uh, in terms of gaming news. A lot of interesting stuff. Um, uh, more or less clean cut. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, Bethesda being dumb. Um, people joining late. Joining when everything is just that uh, all-time hazard high. You love to see it, don't you? I know you do. Um, Yeah. I think, I think that's about it. I think I'm just going to leave it there. Really? Um, if you do, uh, appreciate hearing, um, this dark, not dark, I guess it could be a dark voice. Um, this, uh, deep black man's voice. <laughs> I can't even say that seriously. I feel like I'm doing a porno or something. Hey, you want to want to hear this, this deep black man's voice, huh? <laughs> Let me stop. Um, you uh, enjoy what you're hearing. Uh, by all means, uh, feel free to rate, like, and subscribe to the podcast on uh, various popular streaming platforms. Um, I really need to remember my spiel for this. Um, oh, yeah. If you have any questions that you'd like to submit for the show for me to read on the show and answer. Uh, feel free to submit um, your questions to uh, aswitchtv at gmail.com. Um, of course, you can catch me on this platform that we are illustriously streaming on, which is twitch.tv slash aswitch, a.k.a. aswitch on Twitch. Um, can also, uh, I'm working on it, I'm telling you, also catch me on youtube.com slash a switch kind of still in the planning phase of kind of how I want to 
where I want to do the direction I want to put my channel on. Cause at least, uh, initially I, yeah, I think you got deserve to kind of know some of that, or at least what my plans are. Um, I'm kind of debating on if I want to kind of split my channel up in terms of different preferences. That's kind of what I've been debating, uh, for a while. Uh, so like basically like, uh, pretty much all my stream archive slash, uh, let's plays of games, uh, just put those in full on their own channel. And then like, um, maybe have the uh, highlights and stuff, um, on my main channel, um, just to kind of provide those options and then possibly maybe mess with some dubs, you know, got to put this voice to work. Maybe uh, practice to be a voice actor one day. Who knows? Wherever the wind takes me, wherever I fall, that's where I stand tall. Yeah, that's by me. I, that wasn't from anybody. That came from the heart. Just so y'all know. Um, yeah. So that's at least kind of like what I've been trying to figure out. And yeah, yeah, really figure it out. I don't know. I'm trying to make it way more deep than it is, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, so I think that'll do it, guys. Uh, as always, thanks for watching. Uh, and until next time, y'all. Nobody's safe.